In spite of what goes on in our life, when you have a calling on your life, God calls us to do things in places sometimes it's the hardest thing for us to do. So this morning, pray for Mama Beans. I'm in a hard place this morning. But I thank God for his living water that strengthens in those parched places, those hurting places, those wounded places, those places that make you want to scream and cry and say, God, why? I remembered as a little girl, my grandparents had a well. And I would go with my grandmother to this well. And it was a bucket tied on a rope. And she would lower that bucket into the well until you heard the splash. And then she would wait until the bucket was filled with water and she would draw with that rope and she'd pull it to the top. And she had this big old ladle and she'd dip it in the bucket. And she said, Steffi, this is some good water. It's spring water. You'll never taste any water like this again. It's good water. Today we continue our journey alive with Jesus in the Gospel of John, a new normal. It is a story of this nameless Samaritan woman at the well as recorded in the Gospel of John. And this is what the word of the Lord says. A Samaritan woman came to draw water and Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food, and the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. And Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And the woman said to him, sir, you have no bucket and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than your ancestor, our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well with the sons and his flocks drank from? <laughs> but Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. Ah, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty the water that I will give will come in in them, a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. In my church, we would say, if I was to give you a message, a title of the sermon, it was saying, Jesus is coming to some area near you. Ah, uh, this woman of this woman, this nameless woman at the well follows on the heels of the account of Jesus' interaction with Nicodemus a Pharisee and prominent member of the Jewish Sanhedrin that Forrest shared with us on last week. Here we see the conversation that Jesus has with a lone Samaritan woman who had come to get water from a well. This well was known as Jacob's Well, which was located a half mile from the city of Sakar in Samaria. You see, this was an extraordinary woman. She was a Samaritan, a race of people that the Jews utterly despised as having no claim on their God. And she was an outcast and looked down upon by her own people. This is evidenced by the fact that she came alone to the well at high noon 
in biblical times, see, drawing water at the well was a social high point for the sisters. They'd come to the well and they'd chit-chat and they'd have a conversation, but she showed up when there was no one there because, see, she had been ostracized and marked as immoral, an unmarried woman who uh, they say had six husbands, but they really weren't her husbands. <laughs> but Jesus came to her area. Now, the story of the woman at the well teaches us several things when you are thirsty. It teaches us that God will come to your area. He doesn't care where you are. He doesn't care what you've done, how long you've been doing it. He will come to your area because he knows that you are thirsty. Ah, he teaches us this story that God loves us in spite of our bankrupt lives. As we say down south, toe up from the flow up. God values us enough to actively seek us, to welcome us to intimacy, and to rejoice in our worship. And as a result of Jesus' conversation, only a person like the Samaritan woman, who was an outcast from her own people, could understand what it means to really be thirsty. See, the thirst of being wanted, the thirst of being longing, the thirst of being cared for when no one, not even herself, could see anything of value in herself. You see, this grace is indeed grace. But there are many other valuable truths we glean from this story. What can we learn from this story today? We can learn that, number one, only through Jesus can one obtain and receive eternal life. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give him will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. Number two, Jesus ministering to these outcasts of the Jewish society. The Samaritan reveals that all people are valuable to God. Say, all people. I want you to say it again, all people, all people are valuable to God. I'm going to say it again, all people are valuable to God. Ah, my God, when Jesus desires that we demonstrate love to everyone, including even our enemies. Jesus is the Messiah, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and those who worship him, he said they must worship him in spirit and in truth. You see, our testimony, your testimony about God is a powerful tool in leading others from their area to his area. Uh, but you got to believe in him. You see, as you read further in the scriptures, you will see that many Samaritans of that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. She said, come, come, come and see a man that knows everything about me. See, people know you, they're friends, but do they know everything about you? And aren't you glad that they don't know everything about you? But Jesus has come to you today saying, I'm coming to your area, and I don't care about your area because now my area is going to be living water. Oh, we no longer believe, they said, just because what you said, sister girl. We have heard for ourselves because Jesus resided with them for two days. And, and he said, now we really know and what it really means that this is the Savior of the world. 
And we learn from Jesus' dialogue with the woman at the well that gives us three absolute truths about salvation. Number one, salvation will come to your area when you recognize your desperate need for the spiritual life you do not have. You see, this is a beautiful vase. It was handmade many years for our chapel. And I can pour this water and it looks all good. It looks refreshing. And I can sit here and I can drink this whole cup of water for about 20 minutes. I'm going to be thirsty again. See, salvation will come to your area when we confess and repent of our sin and desire forgiveness. Before this immoral woman could embrace the Savior, she had to concede the full burden of her sins. And then... Salvation will come to your area when we take hold of Jesus as our Messiah, Christ, the anointed one. For the absolute truth is that salvation is found in no one else. And I'll take that to the bank and draw interest on it. <laughs> in closing, this Samaritan woman found a new normal. Come on up, Ben. You see... She was from Samaria, and Jesus came to her area because he knew on that particular day he could have went any place else. But he said, I must go through Samaria. And Jesus loves you so much that he said, I must go to your area. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. When you accept this living water, see, she was thirsty and she didn't even know it. Some of you are thirsty and you don't even know it. She found the best water she could ever drink in her life. And that was the living water. The word of God is the living water. I had to take a drink of living water this morning. And because I drank from this word, I can stand here and tell you that I will never, ever thirst again. Because it is my hope, it is my joy, it is my peace. May we all find this living water. May we long and desire and be so thirsty for Jesus to come to our area when death comes and it's unexpected. When a loved one is killed unexpectedly, I can drink from this well and know that God loves me and know that I can hold on to this truth. Because if I think of my grandmother right now, I tell her, Grandmama, that water in that well, it was good. But this water that you taught me how to drink from, I thank you for it. I thank you for telling me about Samaria, that Jesus came through it, and he came to my area, and I no longer thirst again. In life and in death, I thank God for living water. Bless his holy name.